in my mind, I see a line. And over that line, I see green fields and lovely flowers and beautiful white women with their arms stretched out to me over that line. But I can't seem to get there no how. I can't seem to get over that line. That was Harriet Tubman in the 1800s. And let me tell you something. The only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. You cannot win an Emmy for roles that are simply not there. So here's to all the writers, the awesome people that are Ben Sherwood, Paul Lee, Peter Nowak, Shonda Rhimes, people who have redefined what it means to be beautiful, to be sexy, to be a leading woman, to be black. And to the Taraji P. Hensons, the Kerry Washingtons, the Halle Berrys, the Nicole Baharis, the Megan Goods, to Gabrielle Union, thank you for taking us over that line. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Black Girl Squee, a podcast where we celebrate the achievements of black girls and black women. I am Dee Dee, also known as Dust Daughter on Twitter. And I'm Enda, also known as Enda's Corner on Twitter. Uh, and we're, we've got a new big show for you today. So mm-hmm. we're just going to get right on into it. But first we're going to start the show like we always do with um, a few housekeeping notes. Um... Again, um, we have a spoiler policy, which we will use uh, in this episode because, you know, uh, our shows, our stories have come back, and and we got to talk about them, (laughs) Um, one in particular. So um, our spoiler policy is that we spoil shit. So, you know, we'll give you a warning, but just know uh, we ain't waiting on people to catch up to it a week or two later we we got to talk about this shit now (laughs) so (laughs) yeah we we spoil shit and we cuss and we also talk about dicks but y'all seem to like that as well (laughs) as you'll gather from the feedback coming up again uh if you have some feedback that you want to send us we have three or four ways of uh, uh, you have three or four ways of getting it to us first way is Twitter where we're at black girl squee all one word that's b-l-a-c-k-g-i-r-l-s-q-u-e-e and then gmail is blackgirlsquee at gmail.com you can also leave a comment or a review on iTunes just search for black girl squee and also, we started a new Tumblr, which is blackgirlsquee at tumblr.com. So, four ways to get in touch with us. And let yeah. us know what you think of the show. Um, 
so let's just head into our feedback um, okay so our first bit of feedback comes from me on Twitter she goes so I add M-I-M-X-Y-O-O-J she says loving the new segment however I'm disappointed it was so short maybe y'all can do a special episode on this segment topic <laughs> and that segment to which she is referring this week in that print Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I just also wanted to mention that me is one fourth of the podcast Hoochie which is our four among women of different experiences and they talk about everything and they are about four episodes into their um, podcast and it is an excellent podcast so you definitely want to go and check them out as well yep shout out to them and thank you for the feedback uh, I did not realize that this would be so popular um, <laughs> I really didn't uh, Rage in SF said love the new segment please keep it lord <laughs> okay and we also got at wondermike215 that is our friend Jack Burton says at um, on Tumblr love she you girl says, yes, you know this segment is going to be about Sir Jackass right I appreciate y'all not being shit by the way <laughs> And that's so real. That's so real. I appreciate you, Mickey. Yes. You know we ain't shit, especially when yes. we talk about this dude. Okay. Yeah, especially with cock sciences involved. Not the least bit. And thank you. <laughs> thank you, girl, for coining the, the phrase cock science and also cock lighthouse. You yes. are a cock wordsmith. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate you. All right, Angel Scream. <laughs> Angel Scream on Twitter says, "This weekend at print, dead." Hashtag Black Girl Squee. Um, hey, maybe they want to be free from the oppression of draws. I guess. I guess uh, Angel Scream is talking about um, uh, Mr. Hiddleston's print, um, yes. or the whole package whatever you want to be free um i suppose so oh my god (laughs) no no we don't have dick soundtracks we can't do this it's too early in the show to be this ain't shit lord jesus okay we gotta we gotta wait we gotta wait um, and then uh, we, and by we I mean Enda, from the Black Girl Squee account, responds, "He don't need to wear them or anything, frankly." Smiley face. LOL. Tom Hiddleston's print is like an eggplant emoji back signal. To angel. <laughs> know if I want this to be the thing that puts us on the map girl but <laughs> oh god ooh, ooh, just um, sitting talking about cock was just gonna be yeah I don't know if that's good for the brand uh, <laughs> well, 
pandas and shit now, so. <laughs> People, oh, y'all listen to this. Y'all listen to that podcast, Black Girl Squee? Oh, they ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, all they do is talk about dick. Um, <laughs> Yay! It don't have nothing to do with black girls, but wait. Okay. <laughs> the one thing that don't have shit to do with... Okay, alright. Um... <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, I also want to thank everybody who followed the new Tumblr blog. Um, first of all, shout out goes to Sugar Grits who gave up the URL so that we could have it. Thank you so much. <coughs> Squee! Um, I want to thank Kiddo True, BGHWB, uh, Pretty Black Bitch, Love is Divine Human Nature, and of course our girl Jack Burton says. Thank you all for following the blog and keeping up with us and we hope you will um, continue to enjoy the show so for our feedback and thank you so much I have to give you all a big squeeze alright squee worthy news uh, our girls Taraji and Viola came back this week with the second seasons of Empire and How to Get Away with Murder, respectively, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the last show, um, the second show um, later on in the uh, episode. Um, so it was good, um, good to see them back, and um, the live tweets for both shows were lit. Yes. Um, Just, wow! <laughs> yes, uh, the the online engagement for these shows, especially from Black Twitter, is through the roof. So, and it's fun as hell. So yeah. even if you're like, I can't really live watch the show anymore, but um, just just going, just watch, just reading those tweets as it's going yeah. on is really entertaining. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so, so uh, go ahead. Um. No, I'm done with that one. Oh, okay. So, for Empire and How to Get Away with Murder being back, we have to give a big squeeze. We missed you. Yes, and it seems like starting se- uh, the season two, everybody's queer. Everybody's queer, and yeah. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Yeah, we can talk about that, but yeah, that's what I'm like. All these black shows with you no. Know, Queer characters. I'm like, I'm I'm here for it. Yep. All right. So, Reagan Gomez Preston has a new web series, Survivor, that's going to drop at <coughs> October second. So that's Friday, um, coming up. Um, I'm trying to remember what her first uh, th- web series was. I think it was called Almost Home. Okay. Yeah, she actually starred in that. But I'm not... This one, I don't think she's in it, but she's producing it, and I think she's also maybe directing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she um, did her um, crowdfunding for it, you know, got it funded, and, you know, she's doing you know her own, you know, publicity for it and everything. So she has really been working it, you know, these past, you know, couple of years, you know, as far as her web series and still, you know, keeping, you know, material out there going. I mean, she's been doing, she's been putting in a lot of work on these things. Mm-hmm. So, I wish you, I wish you'd be able to kind of graduate to the big time, um, or to 
to the bigger bigger screens with this since she's yeah. working so hard with it. Um, yeah, exactly. But, we'll I mean, the web yeah. series affords her a, an amount of uh, independence that she probably wouldn't get with a network. But Yeah. And plus, she ain't, about, she, she ain't about no bullshit either. So. Yeah. <laughs> she really is not. And mm-hmm. bless her for it. <laughs> so for Reagan, we give a huge squeeze. Representing for the Afro-Latinas out there. Um, So now um, we're going to get into a little book review. And the book we're going to talk about today is Constance Burris' Black Beauty. Yeah. Which is, I guess you would say, speculative fiction in a way. Yeah, I would say... Urban fantasy, maybe? Yeah, exactly. I think maybe urban fantasy is a a good way to describe it. Yeah. So, um, it starts with a bunch of interconnecting stories, Mm -hmm. short stories, about um, various residents in an apartment complex or, I guess, maybe you would say projects. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't... It's hard to think of... you know, Oklahoma having the projects, but hey. Yeah, but I think it's in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the capital of Oklahoma. I forget, but I'm like, that I can kind of find. I think that would be more of a, you know, urban metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, I mean, I know not all of Oklahoma is flat. And so I'm thinking this is, that's one thing I liked about this book. It kind of, you know, knocks that perception out right away. Mm-hmm have this urban environment there and you know you have black people there yeah <laughs> uh crystal yeah. from the reed is from oklahoma so yeah so um anyway so this this uh book is set uh in oklahoma <laughs> city um mm-hmm. at this apartment complex uh where um where a lady called crazy jade mm-hmm. has set up set up residence um, among all of these uh, people and people are afraid of her because they think she's either a voodoo priestess or a witch doctor or some kind of evil yeah and um, so people come with come to her for help with their problems and her remedies have um, off the wall and sometimes uncontrollable results. Yeah. But in the meantime, she ha- she the stories are short and interconnected and they manage to touch on some aspects of uh, um, some issues regarding black beauty and yeah. beauty standards and um, things like that within the black community. So... And, and does it in a way that's not preachy or anything like that. Yeah. So um, that was that was interesting. So and then then um, it kind of veers off into it. The urban fantasy kind of goes straight fantasy toward the end of the book. <laughs> yeah, it's which a is interesting. Yes, yeah, a preview of another series. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. But mm-hmm. um. 
the, the one thing I, I did really like about um, the approach, you know, to the urban fantasy aspect is that these are all things that, you know, we talk about, they're ingrained in us from a young age, because, you know, you have um, ideas about, you know, so-called, you know, good hair. Yeah. You know, uh, Colorism. Ex- yeah, exactly. Colorism and um, also, uh, what, what, what else was it? Uh, you know, body type, you know, like, you know, girls, you know, I want, you know, to have, I want tits and ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what, you know, girls are supposed to have and things like that. And but no I belly. Do, yeah, exactly. And I like that, you know, she's doing this from the perspective of, you know, high school students because, like I said, these are things that are like ingrained in us from a young age. And once they are ingrained at that age, they are so hard to get past. They are so hard to get over. And, so everybody ends up going to Crazy Jade to like, okay, well, I want, you know, to have this. And, you know, of course, there's a price to be paid for it. And, but also one thing I like that she does do is um, one of the boys who makes a disparaging comment about, you know, black girls, he gets a, he gets a really, you know, um, uh karma I would say karma she, she gives him a punishment that's fitting of what he says about the girls and uh, it's um, yeah I definitely know yeah I just wish that like, could you know for everybody that talks shit on Twitter I wish there was a crazy jade to kind of like put a root on him yes um, especially the one you know your your hotel people Yes. They love to get on and um, talk shit about black women. But, um, uh, so I kind of almost wish um, Jade was real. Um, but, <laughs> but the thing is, but another thing you mentioned, them being, you know, it's framed, um, you have most of these high these characters are high schoolers spouting this stuff but mm-hmm. it but when you hear it come out of their mouths it really makes you question it because you know everybody knows how young and and dumb you are at that age yeah so and so to have this these kind of ingrained conditioned kind of responses come out of their mouths just makes you see how stupid they are yeah yeah so that's and a good device you. yeah damaging yeah yeah just how thoughtless they are and so that was that that's a um good touch there yeah. from the book so yeah you may come out of this um thinking more critically about things than you thought you would you probably didn't think you would learn anything or um have any deep thoughts <laughs> Yeah, coming yeah. out of reading in an urban fantasy, but I think you will um, yeah. when you read this. So, Constance Burris, Black yeah. Beauty. Check it out if you get the chance. If you're interested in urban fantasy slash fantasy, um, and also if you want to find a black woman who does urban fantasy, because I don't read the genre a lot, but that's because I don't find too many black women that you know that I know of that does this genre, and so. She definitely got my interest there in it. So thank you for um, sending us the the book and letting us read it. And uh, uh, you know, uh, everybody check it out if you get a chance. Black okay. Beauty by Constance Burris.
Okay, so for Constance and Black Beauty, we have to give you a big squeeze. <laughs> and speaking of squee, which we are all about here, um, I don't think anything embodies squee as much as this Apple commercial that aired during the 2015 Emmys last weekend. Um, The commercial featured Mary J. Blige, my girl Taraji P. Henson, my son, uh, and (laughs) Carrie Washington, and was directed by Ava DuVernay. So just black girl magic, black black girl girl excellence, black girl squee, and they're just sitting there listening to music, dancing. I think Carrie Washington does the walk. <laughs> Which oh God, I didn't like know I needed hip-hop. in my life. Yeah. All the old school hip hop and I'm like it's and I'm looking at women like around my age, you know, just being Mary Mary brought out the mixtapes. Ah. She broke out the mixtapes. I used to make those. You're still making mixes on Mixcloud. Okay, and we're well, gonna yeah. link. We're gonna we're gonna link to those in the show notes because y'all need to listen to those. But um, <laughs> it was just it was so it was so much. It was just carefree black girl at his finest. Um, yes. I haven't seen something that beautiful since the feeling myself video. It was mm. amazing, and there and that was just the first of several. I think there's gonna be a series of ads. So yeah. I'm ready. I know I'm here for this. I don't have like now Apple product, but <laughs> that, that they are tapping into the you know black audience this way with these women. They they know what they are doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. letting Ava DuVernay um, direct it. I'm like, yeah, that was that was a boss move. Boss move. So I gotta you, give it to you. What we need right now is an Ava DuVernay directed movie. TV series, something with these women, yes, as characters, just a comedy. It's like, it's like Living Single 2015. Give it to me. Yes, give it yes. to me. I need it. I need this in my life. Give it to me. God yeah. damn it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll sign a petition. Whatever. What you <laughs> What you got me to do? What you need me to do? I know. You know. Here's my firstborn. Give this to me. I'm like, I know. I'm like, well, I gotta sleep with. Basically, <laughs> look, see, look, see, see who went there. See who went there. <laughs> look, audience, see who went there first. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are some things I am willing to do for the things I love. Look, <laughs> and I don't draw that line very um, far. Oh God. <laughs> And Lauren, people. Endalorin. That's in this corner yeah. on Twitter. Cornerstorepress.wordspress.com. That's her. So she that ain't me. That ain't me. Decisions to me and not her. Enda Lauren. That's so all her. That's all her. Get her show. I am. Okay. So bless you. We'll clear that up. <clears throat> Whatever to what she talking about. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be the one to thank me when we get our show, though. All right, then. All right. 
Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to thank me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to Mary G. Can we get back to the show? My God. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so to Mary and Taraji and Carrie and Ava, we give a huge squeeze. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. And ain't shit. Anyway, um, oh, now oh, we're gonna move on. To- <laughs> Uh, and I can say that because I ain't either. Um, we're gonna move we to our. To Go ahead. Do we need to talk about whose idea this weekend that print was? Moving on to the main topic. <laughs> Moving on to the main topic, which is the Emmys. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> my ears, girl. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, you got it? You got it? Alright. The Emmys. Um a lot of white people won awards I don't care about that what I care about is three black girls who won awards and did it fabulously and the other black girl who supported the hell out of all of them yes Uh, I didn't watch it live and I didn't have to because I was watching the tweets Yes. And they were giving me life. And um, it was just a beautiful moment uh, for black girls because Regina King won for just basically being awesome for 20 yeah. some odd years in Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Um, I forget which podcast I heard that said... Um, Basically, Cuba Gooding Jr. owes his Oscar to Regina King. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Regina King has been been that supporting actress who has um, brought out awesome performances in Will Smith, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jamie Foxx. Uh, you know, Jamie Foxx, I heard this podcast say, you know, Jamie Foxx probably owes his uh, his Oscar to Regina King. Yep. It's just she's she's just been in the game so long, doing excellent work. Shout out to two two seven. Yes. Way back in the day, um, and when she got her award for best supporting actress in a limited series or movie for American Crime. It was given to her by Mr. Raji P. Henson. My son! 
who <laughs> was just so supportive and loving and just just so carefully handed the award to her and gave her the biggest sister girl hug and when Regina was walking toward the podium to give her speech Taraji was like y'all ain't clapping loud enough and she let out this huge yes it was beautiful Yeah, it was beautiful yes she was like, "Come on, y'all! Come on, y'all! Get it together! Do you know who? Do you realize who this is?" Yes. Um, I mean, Regina King. Um, when I went to go um, to a um, reading by Rashonda Taper Langsley, I think it was a couple of years ago, and she mentioned then that Regina King had was making her directorial debut for a film with um, an adaptation of her book, a "Let the Church Say Amen." It actually premiered on BET a couple of weeks ago, but. Unfortunately, it didn't really have much of a live tweet for it. Since I don't have BET, I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, she directed it. Queen Latifah produced it. And Regina King is just so underrated to me because I don't see too many black women who have gotten a chance to reinvent themselves the way um, she has. And she comes from being a child actor. I mean, she's, um, of course, from 227 and then... She started getting the roles in, like, Boys in the Hood and Poetic Justice, and she was, you know, the hood best friend. But then when she wanted to, you know, move on further in her career, she did a really good job, you know, reinventing herself, you know, this, the, you know, the black wife. Mm-hmm. She, those roles that you were mentioning, those were, like, Enemy of the State on, um, <coughs> excuse me, Enemy of the State and Jeremy Guire, where she had that wife role down. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, she played... Um, I think her name is Margie Hendricks and Ray, and she was, you know, outstanding in that. And of course, she also had a prominent role in the show Southland, and she has just been working it. And I'm so glad that you know she's also now behind the camera, directing and producing it. And that that award, it was, it was well earned, and you know, she fought hard for it. And mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm so glad for her. It's yeah. It's just it's beautiful when people finally get some of the recognition that they've worked so hard for. I mean, this is just, yeah, this is just a, uh, a fraction yes. of the recognition that she she well deserves. So yes. hopefully this will lead to even bigger and better things for her. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, that was the first one, and then Uz- Uzo Aduba won uh, for supporting actress in a drama this year. Last year she won for supporting actress in a comedy, but um, Emmy the Emmys um, changed which category that Orange Is the New Black is in, so she made history as yeah. the first Black woman to win for both a comedy and drama in the same role. Yes. The only other person to do that was Ed Asner. So, yeah. if you saw tweets going down the timeline saying "new Ed" hashtag "new Ed Asner," that's why. Yeah. Um. So, um, and Uzo Aduba was again completely surprised that she won. I don't know why, <laughs> because she's brilliant, yeah. and I th- she's going to be in the Wiz, right? So. I think so. 
so that'll be so she'll be able to um, hopefully show off some of her operatic singing talent um, really? her lovely voice oh um, I didn't know that yeah she's yeah she has yeah she's just a brilliant um, renaissance woman uh, so um, there was Regina and Uzo who were both wonderful and gave wonderful speeches and I'm sure Taraji was clapping like mad <laughs> for Uzo yep. as well um, and then girl and then Miss Viola Davis oh oh my god Miss Viola Davis won for best actress in a drama series as Annalise Keating and How to Get Away with Murder. The very first black woman to ever win in that category. In 67 years in that 67 the Emmy years. Awards have existed. <laughs> yes. Isabel Sanford won for Best Actress in a Comedy for the Jeffersons. And that was like 1981. <laughs> so... And it's it's just it's amazing that the first person to win Best Actress in a Drama would be a woman in a Shonda series because Shonda is probably is single-handedly responsible for half the diversity in Hollywood and on television. Yes. I, I I really I really think she is. Um. Uh, her speech she started off with Harriet Tubman Harriet Tubman yeah she she wow she just she started out with a, with a quote from Harriet Tubman about there being a line between her, between black women or women of color and and white women, and she saw this line and she just didn't know how she was going to get over the line. And then she she went from that quote to mentioning a list of black women actresses like. Taraji P. Henson, my girl, Bison. <laughs> um, uh, I got Carrie Washington, Nicole Beharry, my wife, <laughs> Megan Good, um, uh, Halle Berry. Yes. Uh, uh, I believe she mentioned one more. Uh, who else is on television right now? Yeah, those are the ones. Those are those are several of them. Um, yeah. She, she didn't mention any of the Orange is the New Black Girls, but um, I don't know. She didn't have maybe she didn't have enough time. Yeah. Um, yeah. She only had like a minute and a half. She packed a lot into that minute, though. Yes. And then she then she followed that up all up to say the only thing separating women of color from um, anyone else is opportunity. 
Yes. And then she basically dropped the mic. Exactly. Because she, I mean, she, that was such a very classy way of done, doing this. She could have, she could have gone militant with it and I wouldn't have been mad at her, you know, but a yeah. lot of the establishment and mainstream would have been mad at her. But she did it in such a classy way. Yes. And even backstage, she didn't stop saying. She didn't stop talking. She didn't stop nope. telling the truth. And I love it. And she did it in such a classy way. She's probably been thinking of this forever. She's probably had this this <coughs> speech like this on deck for yes. all of the awards that she has gotten passed over for, and which she richly deserved. But... Um, that speech was everything and that for her to share for her to share that share that moment with so many other black actresses was just yes so magnanimous and generous and she's just everything she's just everything yeah and I mean their reactions to it says it all too because I'm well, Nicole Bihari just very succinctly, you know, put it on the um, in her tweet. She said she didn't have to include us in her history making, but hashtag she did it. And I'm like, that was everything. I mean, making good. She Gabrielle wrote, Union. That was the other name. Yes, Gabrielle Union. Cause she made a reaction to yeah. Because I mean, making good. I think it's she did an Instagram post. I forget what. Um, format it was but wow she just went on this whole thing like she grew up you know watching you know these women and all of that and then she said to have her name said you know at that moment you know it just you know blew her mind you can just tell she was touched by the whole thing and like it's like I can hear them tearfully you know, yeah saying these things you know because uh, they just could not, could not believe that she shared that moment with them mm. and really so glad that Viola, you know, did mention Nicole and Megan in the, her speech because they're on genre shows, you know, just as much as we need that representation in drama shows, we need that representation in, drama, in genre shows, too, and um, like you said, she packed so much into that speech, I mean, just the full weight of it, it just blows my mind right now, you know? It was, yeah, it was amazing. <clears throat> Viola is brilliant. Yes. She's just... I just want to give her all the awards. She deserves them. Yeah. She's she's on another level. Um, And to see the way when her first... Her name was called, the first thing she did was make a beeline to Taraji P. Henson, who was waiting with outstretched arms to give her the biggest hug. Yes. Okay, so... You want to talk about Taraji now? Yes, girl, Taraji okay. now, Taraji later, Taraji okay. next so, week. <laughs> yeah, Taraji P. Henson was my favorite part of the entire night. Okay, first of all, I just want to say that dress. Lord have mercy. Taraji, why you, why do you slay us so hard? She can't help it. That's, that's how we do it. It's I mean, you. Taraji in that dress. So I'm like, just have some mercy on us poor mortals. Mm-hmm. Because, Lord, I, I saw that dress and I'm like, 
Damn. <laughs> okay, but oh my God, and that was just the beginning of it. Just the whole night, you know, like I said, I wasn't watching the show either, and I was watching the live tweets, and so I saw the video and the gifts, you know, of her coming back, you know. Um, she was the one, like you said, to give Regina King her award and just make sure the crowd stayed, you know, with her and that, and just making that moment for her. Mm-hmm. And also, you see, you know, her hanging out with um, Gina King backstage. You also see her hanging out with um, Kerry Washington backstage. And, you know, that whole, you know, whole night, she was the cheerleader. But the moment that just really, really got me is that when you see um, them call, you see all, um, I think it's six nominees, you know, uh, you know on, on the screen. Mm-hmm. You see that when they call Viola's name, Taraji actually jumps up out of her seat starts jumping up and down and you see her going yay <laughs> you see her doing this and I was wondering why she had turned around but I didn't notice at the time that Viola is um, Viola was sitting a couple of rows behind her and I just when they went in for that hug it's just Viola the way Viola looks at her at that moment it's kind of almost feels like I, I know she's emotional because you know, she just won, but it also kind of looks like she's, you know, saying she's sorry that it wasn't Taraji that, but Taraji did not take away from that moment for her. Mm-mm. She was all. saying, go on to that stage, yeah. girl, get it. Her, you see her pushing on back, and you see her say, go. Mm-hmm. Telling her to go off on that stage. I'm sorry. Girl, don't cry. Girl, don't cry. <laughs> I'm trying not to. It's beautiful. I don't, oh. I don't see this. Aww. I don't see black women being there for each other like this. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I just really believe, you know, they both went into this, you know, like both of them were thinking, okay, if it's not me, then it better be her. And so that's the way it went. And Taraji, she was just Taraji was us that night. Mm-hmm. You know, she she was those of us looking, you know, and just being a supporter, just being a cheerleader for all of the black women there and she just made that night so awesome, she made that night so special and she wasn't just her shining that whole night she made sure they all shined mm-hmm. that night and so I'm like see, this is my womanism this is my womanism, Taraji was everything that night and uh, it's just uh, wow oh boo, it's gonna just, be okay it's <laughs> okay boo but I don't see too many times like that. It's just, I'm just so proud to be a black girl, and I'm so proud to be a black woman. And um, and you know she did that. <laughs> so uh, I, that's why she was just my favorite part of the whole night. You know, Taraji just showed why we all won. Yeah. Ooh. Girl, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Virtual hugs. Virtual hugs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Taraji, uh, Taraji was everything. I almost wish she could get an award just for being so supportive of everybody because she was just she was just wonderful, and she, she made me so proud to be a graduate of Howard University. <laughs> yeah, just like her, and uh, <laughs> she just she represented lovely for the Bison. I just. Taraji, you are the patron saint of Black Girl Squee right now. You are just, yes. you're doing it. Yes. Um, yeah. That was, 
the way she just <laughs> she didn't care how she looked when she was no. squeeing for um Regina. She was like she was up on that stage like yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up black just, mama at the graduation. Everybody heard. Everybody heard. And she kept she she kept that yes loud and long, and I was here for every note. Yeah. That hug. That hug. Yes. Roger, you you totally just became my queen that night. You are my queen. Oh my gosh. I just. Oh, she has had such a long you know and varied career too because you know she kind of come came up in like you know I'll kind of hate to use the word but I, I'll just say hood flicks and yeah so by the time you know she does you know Benjamin Button mm-hmm. that that role was totally out of you know the type she did and she nailed it and she totally deserved that Oscar nod that she got and you know, just so glad to see that she has endured, you know, all this time and now, mm-hmm. look at now. She, yeah, she's finally getting the shine, but she never, she, even when she was on Saturday Night Live, she'll, she'll let you know, I've been in the game like more than 20 years, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And y'all just now know my name. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's so real with it. <laughs> yes. She's so real and she's quick to tell y'all, y'all, my name ain't Cookie. It's Taraji. <laughs> it's Swahili. I like that name. I wish you would use it. <laughs> Stop calling me Cookie. And I feel her on that. Yes. I feel her on that. So, oh God, we have so much in common. Swahili names. We both went to Howard. Girl, it's meant to be. We meant to be. We meant to be BFFs. Call me. Call me Taraji. Call me. Call me. You know the area code. You from DC? Uh, so, Taraji, Taraji was everything. Uh, yes. Bless you, Taraji, patron saint of yes. Black Girl Squee. Bless you, Viola, queen yes. of all media right now. I just. Okay. It was so, amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I forgot to mention that. um Queen Latifah did win the Emmy for producing Bessie, so mm-hmm. glad you know that, that Bessie didn't completely come away empty-handed. But Deary should have won. Yes. Um, Monique should have won. But, and yeah. Cicely, Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson was fucking robbed. I'm sorry. Yes. She, <laughs> she was fucking mugged. That. <laughs> That hour of television with her and Viola Davis. Was, you ever want to learn how to make compelling drama? Basically, <laughs> anything from just dialogue. Yes, just two people in a room squaring yes. off. Yes. And the thing is, you know, you know who did it before? Viola who? Davis with Meryl Streep. Yes. Okay. Um, y'all, if you have never seen Doubt, that was the first time Viola got a, an Oscar nod, and she's on screen for less than eight minutes the entire time. She has three scenes, and she only speaks in one. And she got an Oscar nod because she's that 
fucking good. So anybody who says that she doesn't that she doesn't deserve the Emmy because she only played one character, baby girl, baby girl, check everything at the door and recognize that she got an Oscar nomination off of seven minutes screen time against the god of acting right now. Yes, yes. And that god is just so in love with her and so impressed with her now. Cause, cause real recognize real game recognize yes. game. Yes. Viola is every bit as good as my as Meryl Streep, and don't yes. ever get it twisted. And ever. Meryl will tell you that. Meryl will tell you that. Every bit is good. Every bit is yes. good. She just doesn't have the the hardware to go along with it. Exactly. That's all it is. Once again, the only thing separating women of color from everyone else is opportunity. Yes. She said it as real. Lord, I could go on all night. Um, (laughs) Yes. We can talk about Viola forever. Yes. Um, (laughs) But, okay, so uh, for the Emmys, Raji, Viola, Luzo, Regina, all the other black women representing there, Latifah, Monique, Cicely, DeVries, all of you, get a great big <laughs> And the Taraji P. Henson, yay! Yes! Okay. Roger, call your girl here. Y'all need to be friends. For real, for real. 202. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Girl, I, I, I could do anything with Taraji P. Henson as my best friend. Um, yes. Yeah. So are we talking about uh, how to get away with murder or before we move on? Um, yes, girl. Yes. Might as well. Since we're talking about all things greatness yes. and all things Viola. Girl, where do we start? As you all know, How to Get Away with Murder, the scene premiere was just this past Thursday, and they are already starting off trying to give us heart attacks. For real? Um, I have yeah. no edges. My edges no. are gone. Clean. Got snatch. I mean, but... Uh, like you said, we spoil shit. We found out who killed Rebecca. In the first And we uh, have another case. It looks like we're going to have a case that we're going to follow the whole season. And, which I kind of hope because it does look, you know, interesting. It looks compelling and we'll see how that goes. But also got um, a couple, I guess, surprise. I wasn't really that surprised, but I, uh, well, I think the thing that surprised me is that they actually did go ahead and go with it because I feel like we've kind of been getting hints about it for a while but um, and, and, and basically we're talking about um, a little bit of backstory we get to uh, Annalise's character and the, the fact that it's confirmed that her sexuality is fluid than a mug and she's potentially bi I don't know if yes. she identifies as bi or whatever um, no, I just sleep with who I like. Maybe she's 
maybe she's pan, who knows, but she's not straight. It's basically the gist of what exactly the show is trying to tell you. So And her ex is none other than I think her name is pronounced Famke Jensen. And we all know her as Jean Grey from the um, X-Men films. Right. And she's <laughs> playing a lawyer named Eve Rothklow. Yeah. And um, that, if you remember from last season, uh, Annalise gave uh, Detective Scrong back, Nate, <laughs> uh, number one detective in my heart and my loins. Uh, the phone number uh, a phone number for a new lawyer last season and um, he finally calls it in season two uh, and uh, we find out that um, it's it's Annalise's old girlfriend from yep. law school so um so basically, as you can, if you're following the show on Tumblr, um, she's got her ex-girlfriend um, defending her ex-boyfriend for her husband's murder. Murder. <laughs> Annalise is balling like none other. She's got a harem yeah. of murderers at her disposal. Exactly. She's got <laughs> murderers on speed dial. <laughs> It's amazing. People will kill for Annalise. I'm like, what? What is it about her? Uh, I was, I was telling Enda the other day. She's the OG Sunshine from Harlem Nights. <laughs> if y'all remember that movie, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. So. Goals. It's it's. <laughs> Throw it up in the air. It would be like sunshine. Uh, she's. Hey, I actually posed like almost the same question you did, and I got the same answer. Somebody, somebody tweeted at me a cat. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> she tweeted it was kiddo true. Basically, us and the people that we follow, none of us are shit, but, um, oh well, what can you do? Uh, so, that's what we find out about Annalise, and I'll be interested to see, I know she, I know Eve is not going to be in there for just one episode, can't be, so maybe, uh, further along, the more she's in the show, the more we'll learn about, um, her and Annalise and what Annalise was like before she ever met Sam because I'm interested in the contrast yeah. but I mean at, at the end she does convince Eve to stay and defend Nate right because they're all still trying to say no but she does say yes right I think so I think she because I think I saw her in the preview for next week so I think she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna do it yeah because um yeah, I think uh, I think Annalise went over there with the intention to convince her by any means necessary, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she gonna whip that thing on her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yep. And it works. That's, yeah. Go ahead. And and you and that scene with her with Eve and Nate. Mm-hmm. The first thing that Nate wants yes. to know is how she knows Annalise. He's still whipped. <laughs> and I love it because if he if he totally hated the ground that Annalise walked on, you know, then he'd be off the show as soon as he ever got out of jail or whatever. And I don't want yep. that. No, I need, we want Billy Graham to stay. Yeah, we need we need Detective Strong back on the show forever. Yes, yes, exactly. So. And, and Annalise all needs all, you know, needs to have all the dick that she can get, you know, yeah, available to yes. her. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord, uh, come on now, we all know it's going there, Wes. Well, my Wes, yeah, my news, my Twitter name is Anna West Trash. So let's get into it. Yeah, Wes suddenly has a lot of bass in his voice and. He's being, he's being kind of an ass to Annalise right now. Or tried to be. Tried to be. Yeah. Yeah, trying to be an ass right now. But Wes is kind of, you know, changing. He he doesn't have that puppy dog look in his eyes anymore. And, but you know, I guess Murder One does that to you. I don't know. (laughs) Lord. But, uh... Once again, one of one of Annalise's killers is, uh, you know, trying to buck up and uh, act bad for a minute. But yeah. she cooked him dinner and rubbed on his chest a little bit, and uh, he was making yeah. apologies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like almost like he can already see the sunshine. Oh my God. <laughs> And then at the end of the end of the episode, you know, she's taking them all out to the club. Oh yeah. And then rubbing on his chest some more. I swear. <laughs> Don't nobody better come done. to me with some maternal shit. There ain't nothing maternal oh. about anything going on there. Nothing. No. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No. You don't. No. Mamas don't rub on Nate on boys' chest like that. Yeah, nope. not good ones. No, and mamas don't rub on grown ass men's just like that. And no. and she's been doing it from episode one. So get the fuck out of my face with some exactly. eternal shit. Exactly, exactly. I mean, she has just been like giving that boy the sign signals the entire time. She's I mean, she's like, you can get this boy. You don't know what to yeah. do with it, but you could get it. I, I, exactly. I you know. I'll show you how to do this, son. So, uh, let me stop. Yep. He, they're not. <laughs> she, like, hey, he's hey. not, he's not mm-hmm. her son. He's not her son. She can't have children, people. Go yep. back and watch. Exactly. Go back and watch season one. She can't have kids. Yep. Uh, oh man. But there's. Oh my God. The show. It was. It. Yeah. It's like I don't know exactly when you know the, how the timeline is going to work out, but we're going to have to find out. Who uh, tried to kill her? Because <laughs> somebody has tried to kill her, but I'm thinking that's like way in the future. Because like the same thing that they did with the um, first season, we find out you know we had a dead person in the first um, episode, but we had to find out you know the whole process and how it went along. And so I'm thinking they're gonna do that again you know this season. Because um, if you don't know, Annalise's lying in the floor of the house of you know, her clients and she's bleeding 
profusely and she's struggling to breathe and I don't think she's well because of the show I don't think she's gonna die but you know we need to find out who tried to kill her because it looks like definitely somebody tried to kill her yeah and, and the last scene we see is of Wes running away from the house yeah we don't know if he's running away um, from the cops or running to get help or what or running after yeah. who actually shot Annalise we don't know yeah yeah but it's like that's the thing they're kind of throwing it looks like you know an obvious red herring mm-hmm. with Wes right mm-hmm. there because I mean of course we all know he's upset with her right now or you know he's trying to be yeah <laughs> so, like it. Yeah, so we need to find out you know, what's going on with that. And Yeah, I'm looking forward to this season. I really am. Yeah, um, yeah. this episode gave Anna West Shippers a lot of hope. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a chance that uh, Annalise might break Wes off a little piece of that Kit Kat <laughs> bar. And... Uh, <laughs> We'll get to see how he reacts to that. I have a feeling it's going to be messy as hell. Because that young boy don't know what to do. His last girlfriend was Rebecca. Oh, man. Rebecca Annalise. Rebecca Annalise. Look, Uh, There's no comparison. Lord. None at all. I mean, man. He ain't ain't ready. He ain't ready. He ain't ready. No. No. He he gonna be caught up in the thrall just like Nate and Eve and and possibly Bonnie. Girl. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you didn't know this either, Bonnie killed Rebecca. And guess why Bonnie killed Rebecca? Lord. <laughs> oh, Bonnie, poor thing. You 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 really you sprung. Mm. Bonnie is sprung. I'm telling you, sunshine. It's got to be. Yep. It's got to be. <laughs> and we still don't know why Frank, one, won't ever lock Annalise's damn door. <laughs> and two, why he's still holding on to the fact that he killed Lila for Sam. Yeah. He don't, I mean, have, he don't owe Sam nothing no more. No. He doesn't. So, um... And I'm like, he really is... Frank really does seem like he's like completely devoted to Annalise so I don't know why he wouldn't tell her this right now either so it, it's it's a whole lot going on and they threw out a lot of they threw out a lot of storylines in the se- in the first episode that we'll probably be following for the rest of the season um, you know Connor and Oliver are back together for the mon- moment but I have a yeah. feeling he's gonna run and run back to Hoenn Connor's gonna fuck up up somehow because he thinks of the dick way too much. So yeah, he gonna be and he uses it too much to get what he wants and what he needs. Yeah, when he's smart enough to use other means. But um, yeah, so yeah, he gonna be hoeing. Give it, give it three, four episodes. He gonna be back to hoeing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and poor Michaela. (laughs) You know, put herself out there. You know, try to you know call herself hitting on this guy <laughs> he ended up being gay <laughs> I'm like I don't do this to her she is too fine no. she is too fine and too smart and too talented to be this gay man magnet don't turn her into the butt of a joke don't do exactly. this don't, yeah. 
don't do this. I mean, don't. There, she's. It, I'm just scared that she's going to follow a long line of dark-skinned black women who were gorgeous, but became yes. the butt of show, butt of jokes on shows like Pam on Martin. Yep. Um, <coughs> Shanae on Martin. Um, yep. You know, people slept on Don Lewis on A Different World. Yes. Jaleesa. Uh, just so many, so many women. So much colorism in black sitcoms that we could talk about for days, but we won't get yeah, into hope- here. And it's no, this show is too progressive. Yes. For them to go down this path. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we'll, you know, do better by Michaela because you know, I, she is someone I really do want to see um, grow and evolve. And I'm really hoping that she does this, you know, with Annalise's guidance somehow. You know, maybe hopefully that they develop some sort of rapport and some sort of relationship, you know, as black women. I really do want to see that. And so, I mean, maybe not teach, you know, Michaela, you know, to be a killer and shit. But actually, Michaela kind of already is. But anyway, mm. <laughs> but, well, she's an accessory. She's an accessory yeah, to murder. But, but, but use the sunshine powers for good, not evil. Yes, exactly, yes. So, you know, I really do hope to see them develop, you know, more of this. The same way I kind of hope to see more with um, Jessica Pearson and Rachel Zane on Suits. Because there's just so much opportunity for, you know, sisterhood and sister girl stuff, you know, to go down. So not use that on these shows. And please give us a Suits, How to Get Away with Murder crossover. Cause yes! Jessica and uh, Annalise both went to Harvard Law. Maybe. Oh God, I wish Jessica was an ex-girlfriend. Oh God, oh, I die. I would die. My soul would ascend. Because I would love Annalise to have a black girlfriend. Yes. Yes. And if it was Gina, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, his hands laid out on the floor and just cried. I would. I right would now. die. I would die. Those kisses would be everything those <laughs> lips god help me okay i can't no mm-hmm. so the powers that be if you are listening give it to we me we need a crossover and we need to get annalise and jessica together because that would just be hot fire you don't understand you don't understand how amazing that would be give it to me that would be the best that would be like the best television event ever ever happen and, and all they would have to do is just sit in a room together and talk <laughs> they don't need to do anything else no they could kiss they could kiss they could kiss but yeah same they don't need anything they don't need like anything else they don't need like a plot or clothes no. <laughs> oh god did you say that and who's talking about me ain't be a shit <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> anyway um or or have Taraji be a guest on the show. She doesn't have to play Cookie. She can just play, I don't know, she could play another defense attorney or something like that. Uh, she could be a lawyer. I don't care. Just as long as they kiss. And, um... <laughs> I need that in my life. I need Annalise to have some black girlfriends. If yes. I don't see it on the show, I swear to God I'll write some fig about it. <laughs> don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. See, now you done said you did it. See, I'm going to have to make you do it now. I'm just, no, don't do it. Um, 
Oh my god. You're gonna have to make you do it. Y'all keep putting out, y'all keep telling me about y'all ideas and stuff and I'm like you know I'm just gonna you know, hound you until you do. No, nope. you do it. You you do it. Yeah. I'm not a good fit. I don't write good fit. Whatever. <laughs> um uh girl, anything else we wanna talk about? Um no. about uh the show? Well, I think I think we've that's, this is a good start. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good start. Um, please, all of you wonderful black lady fl- fans of How to Get Away with Murder, some of y'all get a computer and a mic and make a damn podcast. Because yes. this after buzz is some bullshit. Um, <laughs> they, can't too t- they can't tell two black actors apart. And um, I just... I'm I'm just not here for the bullshit. Look, if you want me to come along for it, you know, call, call me. I I will I will definitely help you out. And, you know, if you want me to just come in for two minutes and you know just give you a point of view, I will do it. It's because yeah, we need it. We I mean we need black women talking about the show, this show led by a black woman. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> Executive produced by a black. Come on, y'all. Come on. Yeah. Y'all got there's 511. Um, scandal podcasts. There's 511. Um, there's a handful of Empire podcasts, but there's only one. How to get away with murder, and that's not acceptable. Come on. Yeah. I do it, but y'all don't want to sit and listen to me talk by myself for an hour. So, <laughs> but like you said, if somebody else want to, you know, get that together. She's all she's going to talk about is all the freaky things she wants on Annalise to do to West. <laughs> So if y'all want that, look, that would only be ninety percent of the show. I would devote ten percent to other shit, like Frank's beard. That's basically like the Frank's show. Beard. That's basically the show. <laughs> Frank's beard. Is it would, basically in the show would be Annalise and Wes, Kinky DS fantasies, and Frank's beard. So if you want to hear that, so this is, you don't want me to do it by myself. Hit her up, hit her up, and in this corner, <laughs> and request that like y'all love uh, this week in that print. <laughs> All right, so um, well that's enough of our uh, <laughs> mini how to get away with murder podcast and. Uh, Ooh, check out that show and check out the live tweets because uh, we started live tweeting uh, season two. So if you want to get in yes. on it, have fun, fun with us at Black Girl Squee on Twitter. Yeah. And um, now we'll get into some woman's vocab. And uh, take it away. Okay, today's woman's vocab term will make sense once we get to the next segment, but it is Miss Millie. Miss Millie refers to a character in Alice Walker's The Color Purple, the white wife of the mayor who eventually coerces Sophia into working as her maid. While Miss Millie fancies herself a champion of black people, she constantly asserts her authority even as she refuses to recognize her position as an oppressor. This term can also apply today as well, particularly in white feminist circles. Mm. Ooh. All right, well, might as well just go straight in to catch the fade. And yes. who can catch it? Nancy Lee, irrelevant, uh, I mean, Nancy Lee, Ron. 
however you pronounce her last name, because I don't care. So, all I'm going to say, girl, if you don't sit your ass all the way down. In the back. Yes. The stadium full of seats have have, have all of them. Yes. I mean, oh, this woman. It's like we can't have nothing. What the hell she was thinking. We can't have nothing. We can't have one night nothing without somebody trying to piss all over it. So, Miss Irrelevant, on the night of Viola Davis's Emmy win, decides that she's going to get on Twitter. Did I lose you? Uh, no, 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 no. She she, uh, decides she's going to get on Twitter and talk about how, um, you know, Viola should have, you know, focused on all women instead of women of color. And, uh, you know, saying that, you know, she has problems getting roles herself. So, you know, it's not some some uh, condition that's specific to women of color. Basically, just all kinds of derailing, gaslighting, whatever. And then she said that Viola shouldn't have talked about Harriet Tubman. She was like, it's not that serious. And then she said something about Harriet Tubman. She thinks about digging tunnels. So basically, she just showed her entire ass on social media and showed that she don't know shit about history and showed that she just needs to major in shutting the fuck up and staying in her goddamn lane. Yes. Some. And black Twitter let her have it. Um, First of all, they Googled her to find out who the fuck she was. (laughs) Because nobody knew who the fuck she was. Uh, And then they read her to filth. Yes. Which is what you fucking get. And then she um, apologized. And then she got suspended from her job. <laughs> Amen. And Viola is just going about her business being fabulous and yes. slaying audiences on this show yes. and snatching yes. edges. Yes. Oh, um. So there's that, and then I just want you know, so Miss Irrelevant can catch the fade for real. She can catch these hands yes. if I see her in the street. Um, yes. If I actually recognize her, but I probably won't. <laughs> no, I seriously doubt I'd it. Have to, I'd have to Google again. Google yeah. image. Exactly. Um, everybody yeah. and another group of people that can catch the fade are all these butthurt folks on Twitter that are mad that Orphan Black didn't get the award. Um, It's great that uh, Tatiana Maslany plays eight characters and does them all so well. And I'm sure Orphan Black is an awesome show. From what I've heard, it's great. Yeah, Um, exactly. She's not Viola Davis. No. And that's just it. Uh, Viola Davis just as we mentioned before got an Oscar nod off seven minutes of screen time opposite Meryl Street, the god yes and Meryl Streep had to bow down and recognize and recognize Viola 
as because they're on the same level of greatness and mastery and acting Has has your fave ever? I'll wait. Okay, I'm done. She has it. (laughs) So, so you know, y'all can catch the fade. Also, shut the fuck up. Stay in your lane with Miss Irrelevant, and uh, don't don't give me this. Eight characters is is better than playing one um, masterfully. Yes. Uh, I mean, watch watch that episode with uh, Viola Davis and Cicely Tyson. Get on YouTube, watch that seven minutes with her and, Mel- and Meryl Streep. Yes. Uh, watch Law and Order Criminal Intent and watch her go toe-to-toe with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and dress him down and just uh, read him to filth. Um, <laughs> Viola Viol is no, not to be played with. She's she's a master of this acting shit. Recognize and bow down. Yeah. God damn it! And stop coming at me with some fucking eight character bullshit. Yep. That's all. No no offense to Tatiana Maslany. I'm sure she's very talented. She's just not Viola Davis. Exactly. There's Viola Davis. There's Meryl Streep. Viola Davis, Meryl Streep, Angela Bassett. That's my that's my top tier of actors. Actors. Yeah. And then there's yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And that's that's just how it is. It's no shade to anybody. That's just how it is. So, um, that said, I don't want to see another Hollywood Reporter roundtable where it's a bunch of white actresses and then Viola and Taraji for kicks. Or maybe even um, adding Gina Rodriguez in there for fun. Yeah, yeah. And because what happens is when women of color start to talk about their different experiences, they get cut off or um, derailed by um, the white actresses who just want to talk about sexism. And then when the white actress, you know, realizes, you know, she's made a mistake and, like, she gets upset and starts to cry and everybody wants to know if she's okay. I like... I don't, they can't, they can't, they need to stop doing that. I can't, I can't watch them anymore. I can't do it anymore. They either need to make a woman of color um, round table or get the fuck out of my face with these links on Twitter. Um, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't, I don't, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, the first the first one that they had was Kerry Washington and a whole bunch of white women, and I can't do it. I can't do it. There there are enough women of color in lead roles in Hollywood for them to have a women of color roundtable and stop pissing me off with all this other crap. 
they can just put together everybody that Viola named in her speech and just make a really great roundtable right there. Basically. There it is. That's it. And yep. that's it. And I don't know why they don't do that. Because this, this whole thing about, you know, yeah, I can't. That who was, I don't even know who that lady was that cut Viola off last time and said that what she experienced didn't happen. But I swear to God, if I ever see that bitch in the street, she will catch the fade. Yes. How dare you? How dare you? Viola is the queen. Stop. Yes. Oh my God. Just recognize. Oh my God. Then that they had the nerve. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do those roundtables anymore. No. Mm-mm. So that's an extra rant for you. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, so. Yeah. So all of them. Fuck all those heathens. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's move into something <sighs> a lot happier. Yeah. Oh, a lot happier. Our happy place. Uh, and yours too. Judging from the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> it's this week in that print, y'all. <laughs> we clapping for dick. We clapping for dick. <laughs> okay. And who we so. got to talk about is another lanky British motherfucker. Even taller than the other lanky British motherfucker we talked about last week. And this is 6'3". British Prince Idris Elba. Ah, uh, just the thought of mm. it. His name just sounds good now. Mm. Idris Elba. It sounds good in <laughs> your mouth, don't it? It just feels right. Yeah. I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up for that. Okay. Yeah, you did. We gonna? <laughs> you know I was gonna run yep. with it. <laughs> oh my God, okay. we ain't shit. Okay, so warning. No. We we not about to be shit for who knows how long. Yeah. So just deal, you know. Y'all wanted it. He he he. Y'all y'all gonna get it. Um. <laughs> earlier this week, somebody whose name rhymes with Schminda, Roaring, <laughs> tweeted me a link. To this goddamn confidential video. Hey, I'm just sharing the wealth. Yeah, yeah. Talking about we have a lot more science to to discuss, thanks to Idris. So I try to, you know, I try to prepare my body for this, because you have to brace yourself when it comes to Idris. Sometimes you're not ready. For all that fine and all that sexy mm. and all that mm. so that indescribable something that he has that ooh. so I so I took a, a few maybe five ten cleansing breaths <laughs> and I pressed play on this motherfucking video and I swooned so hard from this man putting on a hat and adjusting Girl. his cuffs. Girl. Putting on a goddamn jacket. 
it makes no sense for one man to be that sexy doing these run-of-the-mill <laughs> things, mundane things. And, and you knew who he was. You knew who it was. I mean, they didn't even show his face at first. Before he even me. said anything, girl. Yeah, he's just putting on clothes. He's in shadow. And he's putting on clothes, and it's like, Lord. No. The, da- the damn <laughs> silhouette just, just <laughs> got you... Um, just got you replaying waterworks in your dra- water world in your draws. Just, it's just that's Girl. that's the situation. Girl. And then he starts rapping. <laughs> oh, and that oh, talking oh. about legs cocked up and g strings pulled off. What? Girl. What? It's Girl. like that. Wait a minute. I I swear the last words that came out of his mouth, they, I don't know if it's what he said, but it sounded like cocklet. Girl, he's talking about poom poom. Um, I was done. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I was like, okay, okay, you just, can have it. You have it. What you want? What yes. you want? You got it. I'm just like, Lord. <laughs> just one time, God. Just one time. Just one. Just one time. If there is a threesome, God. <laughs> for Rowan, Carrie Fukunaga. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Shout out to you, threesome, God. Anyway. <laughs> but Lord, let me just tell you when I saw this video. Yes. First, I was just watching, you know, like the, the thirty seconds that they were just showing that he's he's doing his verse. But then, of course, I went back and looked at the whole thing. And I'm like, see, y'all got to stop cutting off him, um, putting on those cufflinks and mm-hmm. stuff. But anyway, girl, I, I I just sat and I'm like, please just give me, just give me just a little. Mm-hmm. Just, just a little, just a little, just a little peek. Mm-hmm. Just a little <laughs> No, I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I watched for it. <laughs> I waited for it. I, I looked out for it. And I got a peek. When he was doing that little two-step with the, with, with the girl, light scan with girl? girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, <sighs> thank you, God. Mm-hmm. God is good. Won't he do it? Yeah, he do yes. it. Yes. And that wasn't a mic wire. Mm, no, it wasn't. It was. That was. Wasn't a mic wire this time. That was all natural. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For whatever. Thank you for those tailored pants. What? Whoever tailored those pants. Whatever you're putting in the water in the UK, it has all oh, these actors Lord. coming out six two and above. <sighs> And hung and like fine as hell. Oh, and fine, yes. What a what? A, how are y'all growing them over there like that? And let us know. Let us know how you do it. Give us the recipe. Yeah, because I need to grow. I need to grow some over here. Yeah, we need to grow us a lanky, British, um, uh, well endowed, uh, yes, <laughs> talented. Uh, 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 yes, we need all of that. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes. Girl. Um, he has no right being that effortlessly. Effortless. I can't even talk about this man. <laughs> it's effortless how sexy he is, and it's unfair. It's like he's not even he's trying. Not trying. He just he's is. not trying. He doesn't have to try. It's just like I stepped in the room. Hey, oh Lord, look at all that sexy. Mm. 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 
girl, I just, uh, I don't have the words. The words are not coming to me. I have lost the words. Um, he's just, he, he didn't even, <laughs> it's not like he did some court, some, you know, mean choreography or anything like that. He just did no. a, he did a little, he did a little tiny two-step. He, he just showed up, basically. <sighs> basically, he showed up, and it was now enough. we all just... It was enough. I was just, I'm like, Adrian. It's like, where that, where's that gift with the girl just pulling down her panties? Like, that's that's it. Yeah. He comes on the yeah, screen, that's... and it's like, okay, yeah, let me get these off. Yeah, they belong. See, Idris Elba really is the dude. You see him on the street, you just walk up to him, hand him your panties, like, here, these belong to you yes. now. Just take them. You can have mm-hmm. them. They they are mm-hmm. yours. They are yours. Yep. Some some wise person, on. some wise director, uh, whose name rhymes with Smeri <laughs> Kukanaga. Carrie <laughs> Fukunaga said that Idris Alba was the ultimate penny dropper, and he ain't one to lie. So, recognized game. Yes, game recognized game. Uh, you can get him too, Carrie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I just have to say though, when I was watching True Detective and I saw his name on the director's credits, I actually racially profiled him. <laughs> actually profiled him, and I looked him up. I'm like, please tell me this is a brown man do- directing this show. And lo and behold, it was, and I was very happy to find out that mm-hmm. yeah, we got a brown man directing True Detective. And I found and, one too. Yeah, and here he is caping for Idris because he was because he was um, explaining why he, Idris could be James Bond in his words. Idris, um, James Bond is apparently the quintessential uh, penny dropper, and um, so is Idris. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And I'm not gonna lie, that made Carrie Fukunaga even sexier. To Hell me. yeah. Because he he wasn't shamed to go yeah. there. One change that yeah, riding I'm for like, his dude, right? Yep, yep. I appreciate that. And that variety cover was, you know, I had some questions about it, but it was also I couldn't, <laughs> I also could not stop looking at it. Yeah. Um. But Carrie, Carrie, keep your beard, Carrie. Keep keep your beard, Carrie. And if you want to grow the man bun back, I'm with it. Yes. The man bun, the braids. I loved your long hair. I I don't care either way, boo. You you gonna be fine regardless. <laughs> it don't matter. But I want the beard. Though. But I want the okay. beard. Though. Enda always wants a beard. Yeah. Don't even. I don't even want to know what you're trying to do with it. Don't. That's for another show. That's for the. <laughs> that's for the not safe for work full episode of this week in that prank like this is safe no like this no, is safe for work no that's for when we do the full episode of this week in that prank okay. alright mm-hmm. so um what else can we say um uh Idris I know you 43 and you still like one of dudes look I can have a music career well, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I, I'd buy your shit, Idris. I mean, just just so I can hear your voice and you know, just think about you know everything that you was offering in those 30 seconds in that oh video. Oh my god! You know what he <laughs> should do? He should he should make a visual album like Beyonce. Girl, yes. do you know how much that would sell? Girl, 
her 17 videos of Idris? Shit. If he does that, you just may as well say bye to my ass right now because I will never leave the house again. I would just be sitting here, girl, just 24-7. Idris, hire me. Hire me. I got the fire ideas (laughs) for your music career. Hire me. Yes. And I can also be your video vixen. Yeah. I'll pop whatever. (laughs) I'll adjust your mic wire. That's it. That's it. We're done. That's it. Well, look. That was in Dolores. That was in Dolores. You can find her at In This Corner. you right now Inda. okay uh, you yes me. see what y'all did see what you do to us Inda. I- Idris see what you do <laughs> we are two intelligent grown ass women that are a puddle of mush uh, just thinking about I you I have devolved into a 12 year old child <gasps> no 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 no, no, like no, no 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 the mentality mm. Mm. But the yeah. libido of a grown ass woman. But, um. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just. You. You get so much. Anyway. <laughs> and then some more. Oh, just all of it. Just all of it. Just. But. Ooh. Yes. But. Just for that. The peak of that print. <laughs> the promise of a print. Just. Mm. Just. <laughs> I just knew, I just knew it would I, it's like I knew it would happen I mean I don't know it's like I wished for it and it, and, and it got delivered you prayed for a print and and I got it and it was delivered and Thank you were you. delivered <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my gosh but he he didn't even break a sweat, but he just got me all no. just drooling from <laughs> just everywhere. Just oh god. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. He's he he gotta he gotta be careful with that because that is too powerful. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, some magic mm. right there. All that fine is just way too powerful. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Well, he did bring me into the Marvel universe, and me. That's I, I swear. I'm. I mean, he. Brought- I wasn't paying none of that shit, no attention until all those fanboys made a huge deal about him being in Thor. And I was watching Keith Olbermann, and he was like, and people are upset because the guy in Thor looks like this guy. And I'm like, hold up, that dude is gonna be in Thor. <laughs> Why don't he just take my money right yeah. now? Yeah, I'm saying I bet he brought a whole bunch of ple- people of color into the MCU, into that yes. fandom, and he don't get no props for it. And where's my Heimdall movie? Everybody talking about yes. making a Loki movie. Where's my Heimdall movie? God damn it. Yeah. Shit, he could carry a film. Hell yeah. 
I, w- I almost wish that he could he could show up as some different character in Black Panther or something like that so he'd get more screen time. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you know they're probably going to try to get as many um, black actors and black British actors as they can yeah. for that. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to need him, Chiodo, John Boyega, mm-hmm. um, David Oyelowo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need him. Yeah. Those, I'm gonna, yeah. those first three, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be lovely. Um, yeah, John Boyega, who was all about it? I, I know he probably auditioned for it, or was he was in talks for some version of Black Panther? Maybe he'll be a young T'Challa or something like that. I'd be all for it. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I already got my big. Yeah, he could be a young T'Challa, and then. Um, uh, while T'Chaka is still, um, you know, king of Wakanda, and then you know grows up to be Chadwick, and just uh, here are my panties now. I know Chadwick. Oh Lord. Also representing H U, lovely, by someone. <laughs> um, just have to shout that out. Um, uh. Just imagine all the prints in those costumes. Oh my God! Why'd you do it? Why'd you do that? Now my mind is gone. Um, Cause I ain't shit. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 costume is going to be tight. That <laughs> is going to be tight. We are going to be able to see the man's blood vessels, and I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. This yeah. is gonna be good. <laughs> like. Oh, I didn't know he was cut. Okay. Oh, he, cool. he, we gonna we won't be able to see every cut. God, Jesus, bless America. Yes. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time. What a time. That's a beautiful <laughs> thought. Too bad I have to wait till 2018 for it, but God. I know. Oh. It better be worth it. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. So that's some extra print for you. You got Idris Oof. and Chadwick. Lord. Threesome gods. Threesome gods. There's another oh, yeah. alternative. If you can't give me Idris and Carrie, I'll take Idris and Chadwick. Yeah. I'll take Idris and Chiwetel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is there a... God... Quadrisome? Is there a foursome god? <laughs> oh god. I think so. Oh. Yeah, give me Idris and Shortle and I'll be I'll be set. <gasps> okay, anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna, let me stop before I start offering holes I don't have. Okay, um <laughs> <laughs> So that was <laughs> God, did I say that? Um this that was this week. In that print, <laughs> and so for that print, and imagining all the other prints out there that we could possibly get, I'm just gonna give that a big. <laughs> Lord, we are terrible. Okay. Um. All right. Oh God, Black oh, Girl Commandments. Oh. Let's get to it. All right. <laughs> So, our Black Girl Commandment this week 
Thou shalt be like Taraji and show sister support to all our black girl magic. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, um, again, um, Twitter is Black Girl Squee. Uh, Gmail is blackgirlsquee at gmail.com. You can also rate and review at iTunes, and we'll have the link in the show notes. And um, hit us up on Tumblr, blackgirlsquee at tumblr.com. And of course, our individual Twitters are Enda at Enda's Corner, and uh, I'm at Dust Otter on Twitter. Uh, so let us know, Lord, what you think <laughs> of this show. Oh God, we're gonna hear it about this this new segment. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, hit us up on the new Tumblr, and um, please, if you get a chance, rate and review on iTunes and we'll read it on the show uh, still yes. waiting on our first review um, yeah. and uh, with that um, we'll sign off and see you next time take care bye bye <laughs>